0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And we're back. Two segments down, one more to go here on Inside Black and Gold, and This is going to be a mailbag edition. I've got some comments starred. We have... 20 left to fill, so if you have any you want to throw in there, make sure to do that, and I'll run through as many as I can before we get out of here. The first thing, we got B&G Breakdown Podcast, very similar to our name. What are you doing? Anyway, It's fine. We'll, we'll figure it out. It says, Olave was seen limping on the sideline today. Any news on what injury he's dealing with? Limp, you know, it, it, talk about a limp, right? Like, if, if it was a limp, it was a subtle limp. He's not, you know, like, favoring that leg really I think he probably just, you know, nicked it up, and you're kind of dealing with it. He didn't leave practice. He didn't go get treatment. Um, So I would imagine it's some kind of lower leg minor issue. Um, You know, any any injury that we've seen players leave practice with, we've been told about pretty quickly. So I don't think it is particularly significant. But yes, he did limit him throughout the end of this practice. He was dominant early on. I'm not concerned about it. I, I don't think anyone else should be either. But yeah, we, we don't really have any, a ton of information. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't lose sleep over it, though. So moving on to the next one is Byron Bland. He has any scuffles or flare-ups today? And you know what? We, we talked to Dennis Allen about this. We talked to Derek Carr, Cam Jordan. No, this was a very well-intentioned practice, and, and I will say that's me based on what I saw on the offensive side. I did not see the defensive side of the ball, as I talked about, but Dennis Allen kind of indicated that, no, it was a very good-natured practice you know the only real trash talk uh, was you know Chris Olave and Asante Samuel. Uh, at one point, oh man, I can't recall who. So thirty nine. Let me let me look it up. Let me look up the the roster. Thirty nine. Who's thirty nine? Michael Jacket Jacket Jacquet. U L guy actually. He broke up. It passed to Kawun Baker and he was coming back yelling too easy, too easy. And you know, but that's it. That was just the kind of the ribbing you got. There was no fights. And, uh, you know, we, we saw a fight at Saints practice on Friday. So, you know, they are getting a little riled up. I think you get a little antsy in these last few weeks as you're just, like, dying to get into real games. But, no, we didn't see anything today. That said, you know, I think that second day when you have had that first day of, like, going at somebody, that's when you might start to see it. So, if there's going to be any fights, I would expect them to be tomorrow. But nothing really of note today. All right. Glenn Illich. Any concerns of Pete Carmichael not utilizing Taysom Hill this year? Seems like he was missing in action quite a bit last year. Well, as I mentioned, Taysom was not out there today. He's dealing with a strained oblique. It's a muscle in your side. He has dealt with rib injuries last year. I don't know how similar these are, but you know, the, those can be tricky. And I do I keep I keep wondering why they don't put a red jersey on him. Just put a red jersey on him. Who's it gonna hurt? If he keeps getting hurt in practice, I, I, I don't need him to get hit. I need him to not get hurt anyway. You know, I, I think one of the questions this year is, can you get everyone involved? Can you get the ball spread around enough that your key players are not saying, okay, where, where is my part of this offense? Can you get Jimmy Graham the ball? Can you get Jawan Johnson the ball? Can you get Alvin Kamara the ball from week four and beyond? Can you get Mike Thomas and Chris Olave and Rashid Jihad, all the targets, to maximize their abilities in this offense? It's a good question. And where does Taysom Hill slot in there? I don't know. Last year, he got a ton of work in the red zone. He got a ton of work basically as a running back. This year, I don't know how much of that you're going to get past week four. I think he's going to be heavily involved in the run game, weeks one, two, and three, when you definitely need him in that respect. But what about beyond that? When Jamal Williams is as good as there is as a short yardage back, are you going to give those carries to Taysom Hill? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Maybe some of them. I'm sure certain parts of your offense and it will make your offense better because it'll be harder to predict. It'll be harder to plan for. But I think his usage, Taysom Hill's usage will probably go down from what we saw last year. But I expect him to be involved in more ways. I expect him to be more involved as a pass catcher. One thing that's worth mentioning in Tuesday's practice, Taysom Hill, for the first time that I can recall, was wearing two gloves. I know that sounds kind of weird, but as a quarterback you only wear one glove. You wear a glove on your non-throwing hand and you obviously throw the ball with the ungloved hand because any quarterback other than maybe a Teddy Bridgewater, Kurt Warner later in their careers, right? Like Peyton Manning I think put on a second glove later in his career to help him grip the football. Most quarterbacks do not want to throw a football with a glove on. It's sticky, it doesn't work right. And so you just haven't seen them wear it. And I and I have wondered over the last couple of years is that limiting him as a pass catcher is he would he be a better pass catcher with two gloves on and would it be worth learning how to throw with a glove on so that as a receiver you can wear two gloves and you know it's like kind of weird because you you could say well what when he's working as a receiver why doesn't he just put that extra glove on like well that would actually be kind of like tipping pitches right like if you wear two gloves as a receiver but not as a quarterback anytime you run out to the huddle with two gloves on him. Like, oh, he's not a quarterback for this place. So you don't want to do that. So he's got to be consistent. Either way, I think you're going to see Taysom catch a lot more passes this year than he did last year, and that's how you're going to incorporate him into this offense a bit more um, with the carries limited with some of the pieces you have. But it's a good question. Thanks for the question, here's a Here's an optimistic question from Richie Matthews. Do you think Derek Carr could win the MVP award? No. And I say this with a heart full of malice about Drew Brees never winning the MVP award, right? I just think as, as a New Orleans Saint, you are gonna you, you got to really blow people out of the water to win an MVP. And, I mean, I don't know what Drew had to do more than he did to win an MVP. So, I mean, you think Derek Carr is going to throw for 5,000 yards? I hope not because if Derek Carr throws for 5,000 yards, it means he is trying to throw himself back into a lot of games. And that means that the Saints' defense – Is not performing as well as you need them to. And if that's the case, then this could be a very long season, right? So could he? I mean, anything could happen, right? I just think it's highly, I mean, 0.001% chance, which you could say about basically anyone in the NFL. So yeah, I'm going to say no, I'm not. You know, I'm not. You know, I think Mike Thomas could win a comeback player of the year award. Um, the only issue being all DeMar Hamlin has to do is step on the field. He's probably going to win the comeback player of the year. But anyway, yeah, I don't think that's an award that uh, that they're going to be in contention for. But thanks for the question, Richie. Josh Carlos, how did Penning pass protect? You know, I, th- I thought he passed protected reasonably well. You know, we talk about the pressure. There's a, there a bit more pressure than I wanted to see on Derek Carr and James Winston. Obviously, no Jake Hanner reps. Um, but I don't think it was Trevor's doing. Uh, I do think you were helping to his side. A bit more than you might want to with James Hurst and leaving Eric McCoy and leaving the right side of the line, which had a backup a little bit on their own and with some stunts, with some interior pressure. That's where Derek Carr started to feel it. But I didn't see Trevor Penning getting blown by. I saw him holding up. I saw him creating space, keeping leverage. Um, There was one play that he got beat on a double move. He stepped outside, came back inside. And, you know, there's going to be moments where where he loses. You don't win every rep as an offensive lineman. If you did, you would be in the Hall of Fame. And so I think, yeah, there's going to be a learning curve. This is a very good pass rush. If Joey Bosi, if Khalil Mack, if Sebastian Joseph Day, I think that's the name. I could be wrong uh, for the Chargers. So, you know, they're, they're, it's a tough assignment. Um, but, you know, I watched him a good bit. I didn't see anything super concerning. And I think he held up well against the Chiefs. So, I think you do have some confidence building there. Um, I have no major concerns about him at this point. Thanks for the question, Josh. Richie again will Thomas play the whole season I hope so That would be fantastic I would love for Mike Thomas To play all 17 games I think your target should be Your reasonable target should be lower than that Right like I would Be thrilled if you get 14 Games out of Mike because if you got The same number of games out of Mike As you get out of Alvin I think That would be a hugely successful season for a guy Who just has not been on the field For so Long he has not been on the field for just so long. And you just hope that he can kick that. Right. And I I think there's reason to think that he could, you know, there's this idea that, Oh, he keeps getting hurt every year. And he has, but the injury he suffered last year, it's kind of a freak injury. And it had nothing to do with his ankle. Like the ankle was what you say, man, can he ever come back? Does he have glass ankles? Is he going to be able to hold up? Well, it wasn't the ankle that let him down. He dislocated a toe. So, in that sense, like, I don't see, you know, the ankle did not regress and, you know, it's just like his body's failing him. And that's, that's the question. So I would honestly be okay with Mike Thomas playing 14 games with some like load management baked in, right? Like even if he's not dealing with a serious injury, maybe you give him a week off here or there because you know that if you try to stretch him out all 17 games, it might not work. And you just want to make sure that he is getting the right level of maintenance so that you can get a representative sample out of him. But I I hope that, like, I don't need him to play all 17 games. I need him to be available as of week 18, right? I don't really necessarily care how many games he plays in between week one and week 18. I'd like it to be double digits. But I want him to get to the end of the season not on injured reserve. That's what I want. (laughs) However that happens, I'm okay with it. Yes, it is still daytime, St. Doug LV. It is gorgeous, and it's. but it is funny. People here seem to think this is hot. It's 80 degrees and zero humidity. It was fantastic. The only time I sweat all morning at practice was when I got back into the car because I had been sitting in the sun all day. I started dripping sweat. Uh, but otherwise, oh, my gosh, it was. I haven't been this comfortable in, in weeks. Josh Carlos, will Kirkwood make this team? You know, I think he might. I really do. And – it's, it's kind of, to me, it comes down to, you know, you, you need one of those veterans. He's a, you need a big guy who can block, who you trust, who the quarterback trusts implicitly. And right now, I think that's between Traquan Smith and Keith Kirkwood. And so, yeah, how do you kind of manage that? <laughs> to me, if Traquan can't get on the field, and I've seen this bond between Keith Kirkwood and Derek Carr just continue and continue and continue to grow. And so, yeah, I mean, I think there's a real realistic chance Keith Kirkwood does make this team, and I'm rooting for him. I really like Keith Kirkwood. If you've ever heard him talk, if you've ever spoken with him, he's a great guy. He loves it here. He talked shit about Carolina when he was there. Uh, you know, there's a lot to like there. And, uh, you know, there's a reason Drew Brees liked him, right? Like, he's a, he's a very good teammate. He's a guy people like to be around. So I could, I could see him making the team. Let's see. One more question from Richie. How good – Is our offensive line and that is a that's the million dollar question I just don't know I don't know I'd like to think it's good I'd like to think that when you have four first round picks and an early second round pick and that's not true anymore because James Hurst is kind of in there now but when you when you devote all of those first round picks those high draft picks on your offensive line you'd like to think you would have a top end offensive line I'm not sure if they do. We will see. It's tough because it's like you, you got to grade the unit, not so much just the individual parts. If you have a left tackle that you can trust and not have to send help to constantly, that would make your offensive line a heck of a lot better. I think Eric McCoy is as good as there is at the center position, and Grind Ramchek is a top 10 right tackle in this league. Cesar Ruiz, question mark. James Hurst, question mark. If Cesar Ruiz can continue to take a step forward like he did last year, then I think this offensive line has a chance to be really good. And you just have to hope that James Hurst can hold up at guard in between Penning and McCoy and, you know, kind of make, make, make do. And then you send a lot of help with the, with the tight ends. Right. But I think this, this OL group, if nothing else, you want them to be consistent. I don't need them to be the top top five group. I need them to be a consistent, ideally healthy group. And if you can do that in front of Derek Carr and Derek Carr can maybe help. That's one thing that we never talk about with the offensive line is your quarterback can make your offensive line a lot better. Um, without you even realizing it. like Drew Brees, every year, was making his offensive line look way better just by getting them in the right position, making sure they all knew what they were doing, getting them in the right call, making sure you were checking to the correct play. Because a well-blocked play is more about the call a lot of the time than the execution. If you can get into the right situation and just say, okay, do this, do what you know how to do, this play will work but you have to get there and you have to understand how to get there. And Drew did as well as anybody, you know, I think Derek should be able to do that. I think that's one of the reasons you, you brought him in, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see, but get another good look at the saints tomorrow as they practice with the chargers. I'm Jeff Nowak. I'm out in Costa Mesa. Check out the latest content over at WWL.com. I'll be hosting sports talk with Steve Geller tomorrow, four to eight central time. I might start at five. I It's tough because I get getting back from practice there's a there's a pretty tight turnaround but i should be there and then obviously be out at the game on the sideline on sunday looking forward to that i have not been to sofi i've heard very good things we'll actually be out back in sofi later this year when the saints face the Rams. so so it'll be kind of a, a dry run to get used to that stadium so i'm looking forward to it but this is inside black and gold thanks everyone for checking in on this live chat leaving a question leaving a comment if you haven't subscribed yet on YouTube, do that at WWL Sports. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Download the Odyssey app. We're on there. Or wherever you get your podcast Apple, whatever. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you'd like to see more of. And we will do our best to get that to you again. I'm Jeff Nowak. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Who that Go Saints. I'm going to go sit by the pool. Peace, y'all.